What's going on, FA Nation? Jonathan Mejia with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch LB DFS podcast recording here on Friday for yet another big slate here, James. 13 games on a Friday to kick us off at 7.05. We've had some pretty big slates throughout the course of the week. We are, again, kind of fortunate that we're in the uh, part of the road turnaround here where we got we got plenty of good starters to pick from. There's nothing worse than a big slate with no pitching. Today is the opposite. We got a big slate with plenty of pitching. Yeah, elite arms. Verlander, Cole Woodruff at the top. So not a shortage there. Not a lot of weather concerns. We do have to contend with chorus, which is everyone's favorite thing in the world. We're just happy that Urena came through for us last night. Urena came through in the best way possible last night. And it should be back-to-back. should be back-to-back with Chad Cool on the bump tonight. Yeah, that's the... I saw a lot of people in our Discord talking about, like, playing other people than cores, and that's what happens. Like, if you don't play cores and 13 runs are scored by a team, like, it's going to be a tough night. But if you're a multiple lineups player, you fade. You don't fade in multiple lineups. Exposure to all, but it should be another good one. It is something... There's not a lot of value, I'd say, at Pitcher John, so it's going to be tough to get uh, to jam some two-star pitchers. Yeah, no in Cutter course, Crawford tonight. No, no Cutter Crawford is, is right. Um, but uh, yeah, should be a good good slate to end the work week here. Yep. Not for us. Not our no, work week. Yeah, it's not so bad. You mentioned the weather. Obviously, Colorado, potentially some rain. Arizona's in Atlanta. Shocker, Atlanta in the summer. There's some potential rain in that area as well. St. Louis, Washington, also possible rain. And we know Washington has the propensity of just calling games. Yep. That's the one certainly to be on the lookout for when it comes to an actual potential postponement is the St. Louis-Washington game. With that said, we'll jump into it. Top price pitcher on the slate is Justin Verlander at home against Seattle. If it feels like Justin Verlander is always pitching against Seattle, it's because he has. Five of his 18 starts this year have come against the Mariners. He's 4-1, ERA, 38 strikeouts and 34 innings against Seattle. He just faced them in his most recent outing. Seven innings, an earned run, nine strikeouts there. A lot of success for Verlander. He's been phenomenal this year. That is why he is the top price pitcher on the slate. $100 cheaper, you have Garrett Cole at home against Kansas City. Brandon Woodruff is $10,000 on the road against Boston. Those are your 10K and above pitching group on DraftKings. It's hard to dislike any of them. You mentioned all the numbers Verlander has against the Mariners. And just in general, he's been great all year. Like Garrett Cole gets a just busted up Royals offense I'd say we saw no Benintendi traded to the Yankees no Bobby Witt again last night couldn't score against Tyone who has been bad you and I talked about it the whole podcast yesterday how bad Tyone's been and they couldn't scrape it together a run and neither could the Yankees until you know that one dude but Garrett Cole in a smash spot as well and then we've talked about it a couple times in a row like the Red Sox offense who yesterday was completely Xander Bogarts, like that was the entire offense. They're just not the same right now with Devers and Story on the IL and Kike on the IL and JD just is a zero right now, just flat out, probably still hurt. So you can make a case for all three of them. I think Garrett Cole is probably the 1A to Verlander's 1B, but I couldn't fault you if you wanted to flip it the other way. And I think Woodruff is the GPP pivot away from them. I'm with you there. If we're going in the mid-tier range, or not mid-tier, but like the tier below, for me, Manoa yep. and Wright, potentially other two. Arizona's been tough. Yep. Could be in a little bit of a trap spot here, but he's obviously pitched really well and had pitched well against Arizona in his one start. Sick shutout. You have Manoa at home against Detroit, much better against lefties and righties. Those are the two guys, I think, in the 9K range that are on my radar. I'll even throw Shane Bieber in there at 8900 just being kind of where he's priced at. Yeah, 
I'm definitely in a Manoa. I'm not sure about the other two. Like, you've led me down the path of, ex- like, enlightenment to Arizona's offense, Sean. And it's not getting any better for opposing pitching. No. They're walking a ton. They're not striking out at all. And they've been top 10 in pretty much every category on the board. And I get it. Kyle Wright's been good. But, like, at 9,200, what do we need? We need, like, 20-plus fantasy points. And I don't know if that's guaranteed against Arizona right now. Right. It's kind of similar feelings for Bieber. He kind of got lucky in that first start against uh, Arizona. He hit five walks in that game and allowed no runs. And allowed no runs. And when was that start? That start was... In the be- first day of June, like Arizona's yeah, offense has transformed since then. So sure. I don't know if I'd go right. I don't even know if I'd go Bieber. And I, I was like looking at the Rays numbers. They've been sneaky good this month. They were eighth against right-handed pitching in OPS. They're 10th in Woba. And Bieber has been bad in two of his last three starts. And I, I know that what it's you led with your Bieber take on why we'd play him. Because the price, right? 8900 is not a price that we real, rarely the, get uh, Shane Bieber. He hasn't been under 9K since May. It's just been like very mixed bag of results. The strikeouts are way down. And Tampa's not necessarily a team that strikes out a whole bunch against righties. So yeah. I think the tier below Bieber is where I'd mostly settle into. Okay. Martin Perez, Blake Snell? Martin Perez, Joe Ryan. I could definitely get behind Snell. And I pitched this, I was on the uh, Your Fielder's Choice live stream with P. Cole, our very own P. Cole today, and I pitched him Marcus Stroman as well. And uh, Yeah, Giants have been bad. We've talked about this. Yeah, in against righties in the month of July, they're, let's see, versus, in OPS, they're 30th, or slugging, they're 30th, OPS, they're 30th, C-plus, they're 28th, Woba, they're 28th with a 24.5% K rate. And Stroman's actually been pretty good the last two starts he's yeah. made against two good offenses and the giants haven't been that so pretty much from joe ryan to marcus stroman i have interest like in i could get behind any of four of those guys okay i'm with you on that one i think that's fair uh, we talked about now there not being a lot of value i think the guy pitching maybe the best of that tier below a couple guys maybe quintana's pitched relatively well a couple blips on the road against Colorado and Milwaukee. Terrible on the road in general this year has Quintana been. 5-2-2 road ERA versus a 2-6-5 home ERA at home today against Philly. Again, risky, of course, knowing Philly's offensive capabilities right. there. And then Kropillion, for the longest time, was not pitching. But now you're looking at him a stretch of six starts where he's only given up more than two runs once. He's had a game against Toronto, six innings and earned. Seattle, six inning and earned. Toronto, Texas, five shutout last time out. Start before that at Texas, five innings, three earned runs. Kansas City was five, three earned. Seattle was five and two-thirds. So he hasn't been, but he's pitched okay. And if he gets a win, he's looking at 15, 16 fantasy points potentially. It's just whether or not you trust his him going up against the White Sox. I'm a little wishy-washy because I don't know about the strikeout upside. And like for guys you know this for guys who don't strike people out and are also on a bad team so not guaranteed to win by any stretch like he needs to basically have the start he had against texas just two hits no earned runs like he he allows two earned runs and he only strikes out like three guys like we're not getting any value out of him so i actually prefer the pitcher on the other side of this game i know lance lynn's been largely disappointing and i know oakland's been better but like caprillion i don't 
know. I, like he's, I guess he's had three starts of six or more strikeouts, and that's nice. And he comes from the Yankees farm, so near and dear to my heart. But I don't know. There's a look at the outings. The last five outings he's had, he hasn't surpassed four strikeouts. That's a tough sell. The White Sox against right-handed pitching in the last month have a 19% K rate, which is Nationals-esque, John. I probably would actually prefer Lynn on the other side of this game. I guess I'd feel better about him winning the game, even though he has only one win on the year. And I know Oakland's been better lately. Lynn's pitched coming off six scoreless against the Guardians. He's also been largely unlucky this year. 3-8-3 FIP compared to a 6-4-3 ERA, 3-33 Babbitt. I expect the tides to turn a little bit for for Lance Lynn, and I think he can get it done here against Oakland. I I suspect a lot of people are going to be in on Lynn, though, considering he's only 6,800. Yeah, finally had a good outing, but he's been abysmal. It's been, it, but it's been unlucky. 383 XFIP, 333 Babbitt. There's positive regression on the horizon here. Yeah, Could, certainly potential. Catcher spot. A lot of guys here. Big slate. We generally don't like to spend up. You can if you want. There's guys that are in decent spots. But I'm like B40? Yeah. <laughs> Did I'm, you see? They have it on the baseball OB app. It's WD. Like they, you, they yeah. have. Yeah, they've you. officially changed it. Yeah. I told you they were going there. Elias Diaz gets another lefty at forty five hundred. If you wanted to go in the mid tier, I'll take any Atlanta catcher against Bumgarner. Darno yep. at thirty eight. Fine. Maybe if he's if he's there, I'm, I'm in. I bite. It's probably where I would end up. Though. I think I, I agree. I think I could get behind Grandal. Grandal against Caprillo. Yeah, that's true. He's been better. If you're going Yankees. Jose Trevino has been far better at home and has been far better against lefties this year. 377 Woba. And Bailey Falter pitching for Philly. Whichever Pittsburgh catcher is in the lineup, Jason DeLay hitting 308 on the year. Hits on the right side. And uh, Tyler Heineman has been pretty good lately for Pittsburgh. So I, okay. I, as a punt, either of those guys, I think, right. would be interesting. A first base... I mean, we know cores obviously with Freeman. Yeah, Freeman. Yeah, Freeman's gonna be super chalk. Prone against Urias is there. Gold, gold. They have Gold delisted out. He's not out. That was the no series. Richard, um, yeah. So I think him against Annabelle Sanchez is an elite spot. Yeah, St. Louis certainly back in the mix if that game plays. Let's see. A lot of these guys against lefties. Rizzo has a lefty matchup. Bubik is worse against lefties. It's sure. a small split, but cheap home run reese at 42 if you're not a quintana mm-hmm. guy but again a lot of these first basemen we like our like our lefty matches right now yeah I, there's not a lot for me yeah. else I, I like, josh bell against yeah and guys. there's a couple there he's homered against he's homered a couple in this matchup a couple times he's hit Mikolos pretty well you can play i like rowdy in a tournament sure again we just talked about it like guy has random double dongs just that break slates yeah. and davis is the is expected to just be the opener and then bayo comes in as the long reliever there's some interesting stats thrown out today from one of the red sox beat guys about how unlucky bayo's been getting with like balls in play and things like that his like his opponent's batting average so far is like 400 but they're expecting batting average is 268 so they're mm. just he's it's getting knocked those, around yeah but it's been it's been some unlucky. Unfold. Well, home runs either, right? Like he has not allowed a home run. He's just Maybe it's all or none. No, I don't think he's allowed any. It's just like all balls in play, just being unlucky. I, I said this to Pete. Like we've all three. I think all three of us have touted him all three starts. Yeah. This is going to be the start where we use people against him, and he's it's because he's six not even scoreless. starting. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, like, they showed, like, a bunch of highlight clips. Like, one was a double by Vladdy that, like, hit the third base back and ricocheted, like... Another one was a scraper at Fenway Park where it would be an out anywhere else. Like, just some unlucky. A couple of them were, like, hit-and-run plays where the second baseman was pulled out of position and they, like, found the hole. Like, a lot of, like, a couple infield hits. It was a big, like, highlight reel of all the unlucky hits given up by Bayo. Anyways, he's not starting. Kind of tough to trust him, but if you were going rowdy, he'd only have to deal with Big Fudge, which is Austin Davis' nickname. <laughs> What is with the what is with your guys' nicknames? I don't like, know. I had it coming from Pittsburgh. It's not our guy. It's not our guy. We don't claim him. We don't claim the nickname. He had a nickname coming to us. All right, second base. Wait, I would throw Pujols in there. All Just right. throwing that out there. All right. He's Pujols. been good. That's fine. Tuve gets a lefty against Ray. Ray's got a 10 ERA against Houston this year. Tuve crazy BVP too. So he's 11 for 19 off of Robbie Ray. Yeah. With a couple home runs. So if you're a BVP believer, which we are on this podcast. We are definitely so Altuve certainly in there for me at 52 you can go loud if you're not in on Bieber mm-hmm. that's fine again cores in play yep um, Brendan Rodgers your everyday four for four with four singles and 12 fantasy points yeah. if a lead miss is active in the lineup 3400 I'm fine going yep. there I think Nolan Gorman, if he's playing. Yeah, Gorman, love that in the stack. And Gavin Lux, dude, just continues to run. Another three hits yesterday. Yeah. I, is this the quietest 307 average in baseball? Probably. When you don't hit for power, <laughs> nobody cares. So Nobody cares, yeah. Sad but true fact. Anybody cheaper for you? Nah. Okay. I mean, Gorman, Gorman 32 is cheap enough, right? Darren Fletcher returned to the lineup for David Fletcher. Sorry, David Fletcher returned to the lineup for the Angels. He was a he, he was good a, last year. Yeah, yeah, he was decent. He wasn't like an exciting like stats guy, but he would get on base and like score runs. So I don't know. He had that crazy hit streak last yeah. year. It was like he had thirty games last yeah, year. Yeah, we like Martin Perez tonight, but just throwing names. No, throwing names against the wall here. Third base position, our favorite player, Austin Riley. Yeah, it's yeah. Crushes yeah, lefties this year. His 19-game hit streak came to an end. So a good day for him to start one back up. He's going to start it right back up. 19-game yep. home run streak coming. Yep. Yep. I agree. Who else you like? If Justin Turner's in the lineup, it's obviously... We keep telling people, John, members of the Blue Jays stacks, don't leave out our boy Matt Chapman. We don't do. forget about Matt Chapman. Another two home runs yesterday. The dude is breaking <laughs> the baseball. 459, 14. I don't think he's being forgotten anymore, but the Blue Jays tend to be forgotten in general. But yep. today should be a day you're in on them. Yep. Bregman at 4,400 against the lefty. I know his numbers have been down this year, but again, Ray's struggles are worth noting for sure. Brian Hayes gets a lefty matchup. Yeah, we, uh, we like, we generally like Hayes here in this spot. I just wish there was more something, right? Brian Hayes just feels the name feels better than the player oh, like, we were, he was a hyped up prospect i know yeah. boom another two hits last night yeah, another two just chugging along hitting 500 over his last 10 no big deal no big deal no big deal any other value guys for you jose miranda who you could also play at first he's absolutely raking baseballs right now three straight three hit games 459 over his last 10 games Okay. Where are you going at the shortstop position? Trey Turner. I put him in the playbook yesterday and I said, I feel like I don't have to spin up on Trey Turner. And then he broke the slate. There's always the possibility of him breaking the slate if you, so you can play him. And, and I think. Doubles in four straights, home base, RBI, three. Hits, yeah, it's just, yeah. just pretty good it's, it's baseball cores, player. Though. We're always in cores. No, I know. It, just 56. And then I think the other, probably and the only other guy, like I would consider Adames in tournaments. Yeah. The Brewers in general for are just bo- so boomer bust. But Dansby, 
at 5K. Yeah, there. Correa is at 48. Jeremy Payne is at 46. Uh, I think this position sucks. Right? Gets lefty again. Yeah, he's been better against righties. Has he? Interesting. Yeah, I looked at the split yesterday for his career. It's again, we've had a lot of these instances this year where it's been like career splits are not equaling this year's splits. Sure. Hitting just 284 against lefties, just 284, but he's yeah. hitting over 300 on the year. Wow. Uh, interesting. Interesting. You gonna say Hampson again? Probably, but you know who's getting the call today, John, who's or that? potentially getting the call. Who? Triple A All Star Paul DeYoung. Wow. I'm expected to join the team this weekend. And I'll, have you looked at his numbers at AAA? Yeah, he's, he's hitting the ball. Otherworldly. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it, but Annabelle's been really bad against right-handed hitters specifically. Sure. And it's only two starts, but that's where he struggled the most. So just throwing that out there. We didn't mention Arenado at third. Like you could play him. He's also listed out, even though right. he's not going to be. But if DeYoung's up and he's playing, I 3100. I'd bite for tournaments. Outfield chalk, Judge and Betts probably at the top. Yeah. And probably Acuna too. But Acuna's cheap, cheaper than he's been in maybe ever. Yep, that's fair. Then gets a lefty in Snell. Yep. Ryan gets another lefty. He's been really good, dude. He's he yeah, just he's... They just didn't score last night. Yeah, and he missed some time, but he's been back. Yeah, 4900 for Acuna is the cheapest he's been in a long time. I agree with you. Renfro gets the lefty. McCutcheon gets the lefty, but I don't want to spend... F- we talked about it. One, Davis only get pitched probably an inning or two. Bat. Are they even going to... Maybe right. even Renfro them. probably will, but I, you yeah. want to spend that much money on them. I mean, also, yeah. that's like a big price. It's tor- tournaments. Milwaukee is a full tournament stack. Sure. Completely tournament. I like that. I agree. Say at 43. Yeah, he's been good. Yep. He's been really good. Yep, yep. Tyler O'Neill yep. gets yeah. small. Yeah, I love that. Love all the all the uh, Blue Jays. Guriel. Yeah. Springer's hurt. No, Springer left last night. And he always sits. He always gets hurt and always sits after that. So, like, Guriel. Sure. Hernandez and Tapia could get a leadoff Tapia. Yeah, Tapia here. probably does lead off. He led off the other day, so could get a leadoff Tapia here. This is the worst value, by the way, at outfield in a long time. It is. There's uh, not. A I like there. Loriano against Lynn, even though he's been struggling lately. Yeah. I would still play that if we're a believer in Arizona being pesky. Bar shows at 36. Sure, that's a cheap price tag for him. Right, much cheaper than we've seen. Yep. Ozuna's at 35 against Mad Bum. All or nothing GPP or nothing. play. Same with Fran Mill. All or nothing play at Fran Mill. Yep, for sure. I actually kind of like Aaron Hicks tonight, 3,100. Okay. I think the Yankees could probably fly. They're probably going to fly under the radar. Bubik's just not. He's just not good. Like, Singer has at least flashed, like, a bunch of strikeout upside, which yeah. he did last night again. Bubik just doesn't. Bubik had one good start against Houston. That was what it was. Yeah, <laughs> when we him. thought Houston couldn't hit lefties yeah. or well, not anybody. They couldn't for a while. No, they couldn't. No, true, they did. true. Yeah, and then they true. did. Jake right. Lamb, 2,100. Jake Lamb, 2,100. Okay. If he's hitting fifth again, like, sure. I know he stinks, but yes, he's in fifth. Piscotty's got two hits in three of the last nope. four. He's 2,300. Oakland's probably interesting. Like, I, I mean, if I you're Lynn, on Lynn, Oakland could be interesting because they're all cheap. And they're all, like, kind of hitting. Yeah. Sky Bolt hit a home run the other day, hitting 300 over his last 10 games. Scotty, Pinder, outfield eligible. Pinder's hitting over 13 RBIs over his last 10 games. It's crazy. And then Jake Lamb's 2,100. Yep. That's it. Home run call. Where are you going? I went Goldie on the Your Fielder's Choice show, so I'll just stick with Goldie. Double down on him. I think he's going to... I think they're going to tee off on Anibal Sanchez if, they, if right. that game plays. Give me... Let's see. Where do I want to go? I'm going to go Austin Riley. I was literally clicking on his name when you were looking, and I was just going to tell you, just play out. What are you yep. doing? Dude? All right. Austin Riley's where I'm going. Vreeland, I think, on the playbook today. 
And we know JV's been uh, really been on JV's fire. been on fire. He's been great all season. If he's just winning everybody money, so definitely tune in, check out the core plays that he puts out for sure. Get in the Discord if you have any questions, and we'll catch you guys later.